Get three tips to be your most radiant self with me, Adrienne Everhart and Dr. Jen Haley. I'm Adrienne Everhart, your feminine energy dating relationship and lifestyle coach. In this episode of my podcast, this podcast is for women. I have as my special guest, Dr. Jen Haley. How are you doing today, Jen? Good. I always love talking to you, Adrienne. So glad <laughs> to be here. I'm so happy to have you. Now, I should tell you a little bit about Dr. Haley. She's a board-certified dermatologist, and she splits her time between her offices in Park City, Utah, and Scottsdale, Arizona. She is absolutely what I consider a powerful dynamite woman, and she is just done so many great things in her career and keeps her schedule so packed. She has this rich, juicy, full life. I could not wait to have her on my podcast and share her with you all. And in today's episode, she's going to be sharing three tips to be your most radiant self. So hi, Jen. I <laughs> hear these tips that you have to share with us. And first off, let me start off by saying you have the most beautiful, gorgeous and glowing skin. <laughs> so I know you must practice what you preach. I, I definitely try my best. So, but it's, you know, I've been a doctor since 1998. I'm not saying my, I'm not declaring my age here, but um, I, I learned what I learned in school. Right. And then I learned what I learned from my patients and what I observed. And with dermatology, we do pattern recognition and I, I do many cosmetic procedures and take care of many skin conditions, medical, cosmetic, and surgical dermatology over the years. And I see radiance as defined separately from two-dimensional beauty, right? So we have what society defines as two-dimensional beauty, which would be, you know, proportions and the way somebody can look. But then there's this radiance of our energy, our shen, our consciousness, how we connect with others and the way we move through the world. And I think that that is the most important thing more than actual beauty. So often we chase beauty, but what really matters is radiance. So I've put together... Uh, what we can talk about for two weeks, and maybe we will be able to talk again because I love talking <laughs> to you. Um, why, what you can do to improve your radiance. And when I look at the skin, what got me interested in the skin is the fact that the skin is your largest organ. So your skin is representing all of the other organs. If you're having inflammation or some sort of a reaction on your skin, the chances are you're having inflammation inside your body. So it's a window to your internal health. And that's what I love about it because we can, you know, use the skin as a tool to investigate how your whole body is in balance or not in balance, right? It's, it's a clue to what's going on. And why we're attracted to each other goes back into this uh, area of science called evolutionary psychology where we are attracted to people who we think of as fertile as a woman and a provider typically as a man, right? To, to support the children. So a lot of what I do is going to make you more attractive, even if you don't necessarily have that society defined two-dimensional beauty, which changes from culture to culture and from, you know, decade to decade and from, you know, century to century. So the first thing that we were going to talk about is mindfulness. And that carries into a lot of what you do, right? And it's everything from embracing your authentic self, right? Because I wouldn't be a good Adrian. I would never be as good at Adrian as you are. So, you know, I mean, I know we have these influencers and people who give advice and things like that, but you're never going to be better at being someone else than you're going to be at being yourself. Mm -hmm. So check in with yourself, you know, and 
what aligns with you. And often, very often, I have to check in with myself, you know, is it my ego that wants to be liked by these people or wanted by these people? Or is it that they are not in alignment with me because I'm going to be true to myself? I love that you bring up mindfulness and being true to yourself because it's something that we say so easily. Oh, you need to be mindful and you need to be true to yourself. And it's really about how, how, and how can, how can I be mindful? How can I be true to myself? When I see these beautiful images of women on Instagram uh, with these lips and breasts and butts that like I can't achieve without a lot of plastic surgery. <laughs> Women write me every day and say, oh, my, my boyfriend or my husband is liking all these Instagram accounts and there's no way I can compare to the filter they're using or whatever lifestyle they have or how they look. And so I love that you talk about how this radiance really comes from within because I believe as long as you're trying to identify and compare yourself and your natural beauty, your natural radiance against Instagram models or anyone else, that really puts your light out, that dulls your light and your radiance. And you have to proudly own, you know, whether you've got, you know, a big butt or a full lips or thin lips or, you know, big eyes, whatever it is, you've got to own it like a rock star, you know, regardless of the women outside of you. So when women come to you, and, you know, being a dermatologist and being a physician, someone who's had so much influence on them, how do you uh, explain mindfulness to them? Is that something that you share with them in your practice? I mean, in bits and pieces, some people want to receive and some people don't. So I feel that out during consultations and interactions. And uh, I may ask someone to reevaluate their perceptions, right? So why, you know, my partner loves me for me. Maybe I don't have the best butt in the world, nor do I want to chase that because in 30 years, I'm not going to have the best butt in the world, even if I have the best butt in the world today, right? So this mindfulness, this perception, uh, these intentionalities are about embracing who you are and knowing that that will attract who belongs to you. And not getting caught up in trying to want the approval of everyone, because that's the ego that never makes you happy. That's an endless pursuit of dopamine hits that will never make anyone happy. So it's thoughts and perceptions of the experiences, not the experiences themselves. And that carries in. So if you see me walking down the street, and for those of you who could see the video, if I'm walking down the street like this, that's a lot different look than if I'm like excited and playful and vibrant. And I have this growth mindset of wanting to be curious and learning and asking questions of people rather than trying to prove myself to be something that I am not. Okay. So if someone's coming in for cosmetic stuff, I have no problem with fillers or, you know, Botox and other neuromodulators, things that weaken muscles that form lines, mm -hmm. but I try to do it in a natural way to accent, accent their best feature, as opposed to try to throw their body off balance. You know, like if I had big lips, it wouldn't match my face. I have small eyes. It, it just wouldn't match. Right. So we tried where you do have nice size lips. So it would accent your features. So it's a matter of what brings out the best quality in someone and accents their features rather than tries to distort their features to keep and the so balance. This is, this is something that you can look at a person. And if they were to come to you and say, Hey, make my lips you know, because I, honestly, I see women um, every day, powerful dynamite women on Instagram, Facebook, 
promoting their businesses or promoting what they're doing and their mouth is just inflated and out of control. And it's like, it's almost like their self-esteem or they're feeling better about themselves, the fuller their lips are getting. You know, what do you say to someone who comes to you and wants to have this, you know, really over-exaggerated feature that really doesn't fit their face? Yeah. So, I mean, I've seen everything from more typically nowadays, I will see people who are afraid of having those lips. So Ah. lips are sensual, but the lips are sensual, but it's more like how you move your lips, like Marilyn Monroe, you know, than than the actual lips themselves. So it goes back to, you know, 30% of what I'm doing right now. What I'm saying is what, how I'm communicating. The rest is micro expressions and gestures and tone of voice and cadence of speech. That's how we really communicate. Um, You know, and that's why podcasts even do well, because you're hearing tonality, even though you're not seeing body language, but there's so much attraction in our body language. Mm -hmm. And so often will people will say, I don't want to have those big lips. And I say, well, one syringe is one fifth of a teaspoon. You don't get crazy lips with one syringe. Mm -hmm. So crazy lips happens from either those suction devices that can be dangerous or from multiple syringes again and again and again, and it becomes a little addicting. You know, and I, I mean, I've been doing this a long time and (laughs) we'll say to people like that's malpractice. I refuse to do that. I don't have a problem saying that I don't need to be feminine in the office, you know, so I don't need to say, oh, it doesn't really feel right. You know, although often I say, I feel like it will throw off the balance of your face, you know? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I love that. So what's your next tip after mindfulness? Okay. Well, still in mindfulness, I want to talk about breath work and getting recentered as we need to do this throughout the day. And it's so easy. I mean, meditation is great energy movement, movement of, you know, energy can be transmutated, transformed into something else. It cannot be created or destroyed. Right. I don't know which new law that is, but so if you are feeling frazzled or you're feeling, you know, just a little off center, you could do breath work, you could do ecstatic dance, you could do exercise, many, many things to move that energy through you. And just say you're in traffic, or you're in the grocery line, and you don't, you're in a rush, and you have to get moving. There's the four, seven, eight breath work, which scientifically will recenter you lower your blood pressure, lower your cortisol and your stress hormones. And it's very simple, you could do it anywhere you inhale for four. Okay. Hold for seven, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, and exhale for eight. Inhale for four, hold for seven, exhale through the mouth. Inhale through the nose, exhale through the mouth. Four cycles of that in a row, twice a day for four to eight weeks will make miraculous changes. Yeah, I'm feeling just, you know, I, I practice box breathing, which is, you know, inhaling and then, ex, you know, holding it for the same amount of time and then exhaling and um, do, exhaling to the eight. I noticed that it just took a little extra time. 
just now takes we feel like I ran out of breath, right? <laughs> it takes, it just, it resets the parasympathetic nervous system and just brings you back to where it really matters. And I love breathing because, well, it's not sexy. It doesn't cost money, but we have it within ourselves. Everyone has that resource, which is why it doesn't get a lot of press because nobody could make money off of it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last thing I want to touch on is prioritizing sleep and having a sense of community and things that you love. And this goes back to you. Like, yes, you are important when you text me, but nothing is more important than me doing what I love, whether it's painting or mountain biking or skiing or doing whatever I'm doing in the moment, because that is the ultimate radiant, sexy quality is someone who you see loving what they do, you know? Yeah. yeah. And isn't it wonderful? I always get the most wonderful feeling when I hop on my bicycle and I have no one else attached to me. You know, I'm not on my phone. My husband's not nearby, no, you know, nothing else. And it's just this total freedom and bliss of being out in the ocean or swimming is a very also independent feeling. I mean, it feels so magical. Um, but so often women just put it dead last, you know, even with me, with my schedule, sometimes exercise is at the end of my day and I can be too tired or have something that popped up and I, I put myself last. So do you have any suggestions to help women just stay on that track and do things that they love? Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, a lot of it is doing it first thing. So exercise has always been a priority for me. And when I was working a ton and married with two small children, mm -hmm. I, all I did was work, serve my family and exercise. And I didn't really have a good sense of community. And I prioritize that now, but I've always been able to exercise because my, for me, my mood is very dependent on exercise. So like you said, doing it first thing in the morning is important. I'm not so good with meditating or hobbies because the day just gets away from us and we are nurturers. We are nourishers. So checking in with yourself and putting it on the schedule, doing it first, whatever you need to do to, you know, and compromise is important, but not forfeiting your, your happy, your natural happy state. So often people will, you know, a couple will say, oh, I want to go on a vacation. And the woman will forfeit what she really wants to do to please the man. And mm -hmm. I, I, no one is a mind reader. So we have to communicate what our needs are and say, well, I would prefer to, you know, do a ski vacation over a beach vacation. You know, that would, that would, that would make me really excited. I'd feel mm -hmm. super excited about that. So it, it, it's a matter of going back to authenticity, knowing who you are and communicating your, you know, your needs to yourself and others, because I, I feel like, I don't know what it is, but we're trained in the society to, until I was about 28, I was so good at being whoever anybody else wanted me to be, you know, mm -hmm. and I see it so much and it, it doesn't serve anyone and it doesn't serve ourselves because, you know, going back to the first point, it's just, it's not necessarily what other people are want, you know, and you want to attract people that want you for you. You don't want to attract people who don't authentically love you. So absolutely. So I love that you have shared with us this breathing exercise and that, you know, we need to make sure we get out and live that rich, juicy, full life um, and not put ourselves last, you know, be flexible, but definitely put yourself as a priority. What other tips would you like to share with us today? Okay. So the second group is nourishment. Okay. Mm -hmm. So nourish your skin from within and nourish it outside in. And we talked a little about skincare before you started recording. So foods I'll keep very simple because it can get complicated. So 
if it didn't grow on the earth or walk on the earth, <laughs> don't eat it. So we eat way too much processed food. We mm-hmm. eat way too much sugar. Um, I'm not a fan of dairy. So dairy, processed food, anything with vegetable oils, sugar, they're all highly inflammatory mm-hmm. and highly inflammatory is going to lead to inflammation on your face, whether it comes out as eczema, acne, psoriasis, many other types of mm-hmm. dermatitis, itis means inflammation, mm-hmm. arthritis, other things. So try to stick so, with real foods. So to understand you correctly, you don't eat cheese. Um, or dairy. What about goat's milk? I had heard that goat's milk was anti-inflammatory. It's not anti-inflammatory, but it's less inflammatory because it's a smaller animal. It's still made for baby goats, but I mean, I'm not perfect. I definitely eat goat's milk and I definitely, cheese is my weakness. I'll pick cheese over chocolate cake any day, you know, so I'm not perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I just know that it's, you know, it's have less of it, have as little as possible of these things, because it's more about the load that comes into your body. You know, when a lot of times we'll be like, oh, well, I just ate a little ice cream. I might as well eat the whole thing. Right. Right. But it's more about how much your body can really process and work through and clear out to get into that homeostatic balance again, which it always wants to get into. So try to eat real food and have water as your main drink. Because what about alcohol or wine? I mean, those are, anti- those are inflammatory, um, you know, yeah. a lot of women, uh, you know, they love their wine. So what do you, what are your feelings about that? I used to be a little freer with it and think that there were, there was a number of studies that would show some benefit, but really the evidence is out that alcohol does not serve our health at all, whether it's our brain, our gut or our skin. And when you're, when you're forming as an embryo, the brain, the skin, and the gut are all the same thing. And that's why it's connected. So if you have an unhealthy gut, it can show up as rosacea or skin ailments and also change your mood. That's the crazy part. Like our serotonin is produced in our gut. So if our gut is unhealthy, Mm -hmm. all those other areas are going to be unhealthy. So I actually don't drink anymore. I mean, I might have like a drink twice or three times a year, but I don't drink anymore. Dehydrates you. It it just is not good for any of the metabolic processes and it throws Mm -hmm. off. I feel like I'm such a bummer. Okay. No, no. (laughs) I very much, uh, you know, when I am getting women to detox from a guy, one of the things that I recommend they do is for a little while, cut out sugar, cut out flour, cut out alcohol because I don't want anything. um, You're already in this topsy-turvy emotional place. And I want to, I want you to get your diet. It's not that I want you to stop having fun because you really, if there were a time you need a dopamine hit, it's when you have a broken heart. But the problem is, is that when you're suffering from a broken heart, um, it's going to take a lot more it's going to take the whole pint of ice cream. It's going to take the whole chocolate bar or the whole bottle of wine. And then you just start this downward spiral with your serotonin, with your feel good hormones, your sleep gets disrupted and your sleep's already going to be disrupted when you're going through a difficult time in your relationship. So I really encourage everyone to get their diets as clean as it possibly can be and limit as much as you can, alcohol, sugar, anything that's going to interfere with your body surviving this event. Um, because we want you to cognitively get back on track and uh, get your life going again, you know? And, and when I was getting over heartbreak at one point in time in my life, I really stunted it because 
in society, everyone wants to hand you a glass of wine or a slice of chocolate cake to help you feel better. And we, we believe that that's really going to help us, but it really just, I think it delays the healing. Um, hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You are invited to join my online coaching community, iHeartLove Academy. On my private app, you can attend a monthly class and receive coaching with me. You can also explore guest coaches and speakers, post your questions and receive help from my coaching community, or offer advice to a fellow Diamond Girl. You also have access to our growing library list of classes and workshops, plus group member chat. There's so much fun in this group, and I especially love the supportive community. You can join iHeartLove Academy and receive three days free and enjoy as many classes as you like. Then join on a monthly basis. You can cancel at any time. To join us, head on over to diamondgirl.me slash group. That's diamondgirl, D-I-A-M-O-N-D-G-I-R-L dot me slash group. I can't wait to see you in the group at iHeartLove Academy. Hi, everyone. This is Adrienne Everhart. If you're enjoying my podcast and also enjoy my YouTube channel, I suggest you go a little bit deeper into one of my self-study programs. I recommend everyone start with my ebook, 500 Ways to Talk to a Man. It also comes with a two-day video class. This ebook has transformed the lives of so many women because I help you get aligned with your natural feminine energy and learn to speak and phrase your words in a way that really connects to a man's heart instead of challenging him with masculine energy. I can teach you so much more in my self-study programs. I have something for every topic that you may be interested in. And of course, New Man Manifesto, which is a 12-week manifesting course. It comes with homework and lots of extras. So head on over to my website, everheartcoaching.com to learn more. Hi, this is Adrian Everhart, and I'm curious, are you ready to attract a loving partner and create your very own happily ever after? Maybe you've seen my growing list of testimonials on my Instagram page, or somehow you've been drawn to my work with feminine energy. I've helped a lot of women find true love, get engaged, married, and some even remarried. I want to help do the same wonderful thing in your life. I want to share Femme Tools for Dating. It's a program on my website and it's waiting for you. You see, dating can feel really difficult. And I teach you how to go from feeling invisible and intimidated online to creating connection with men and calling forth quality men into your life. Step by step, I guide you from the very first hello to happily ever after. I teach you so many feminine energy tools along the way and so, so much more. 
Now, if you want a coach that gets results and has methods that have helped women all over the world, Fem Tools is available when you need it. So head on over to my website, that's Everheart Coaching, E-V-E-R-H-E-A-R-T Coaching, and look for FEM. That stands for Feminine Energy Mindset Method. Trust me, ladies, this very affordable program does not disappoint. Yeah, so it's interesting. I love that you feel that way and that you share that. Um, I think it's a really important message to share. I really love that. I love that perspective because it allows you the opportunity to not have a haziness of your reality and to just force yourself to check in with you. Um, and then also, do you want a man in your life who drinks a lot or not? You know, I mean, that those are things to ask yourself. For me, it's hard because I came from a family of alcoholics. So for me, alcohol, I, I tend to count drinks at the table. You know, I'm very affected by it. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't mind if someone's a social drinker. It just, it, it, I don't need it to have fun. And I guarantee that anyone listening, when you be selfish, instead of doing all those indulgent things, show him how amazing you are and don't go, don't get fat, don't get, you know, uglier, don't get angrier, get better because that that's, I mean, that's really where, where we want you to go. That's where I want to go. That's where I want you to go. You know? I love everything that you're sharing so far. These are really tips that can just help women be at their very best and their most authentic, which is completely in alignment with feminine energy. What is the next tip you'd like to share with us, Jen? Okay. So I just want to bring up the fact that like, I'm a dermatologist, I'm in Arizona, I'm on the West coast, you're on the East coast, you're a feminine energy expert and we are authentic. So we attracted each other. Right. So that's how this whole process works. So just love yourself and you will attract the right people. Um, okay. So especially as we age, what, what feeds our skin from the body is our blood flow, right? And our blood flow tends to deteriorate over time, which is why, you know, when you're 20, you can never wash your face and go to sleep with makeup and your skin still looks good. And it doesn't work as well as you get older. So you have to start really paying attention to nourishing your skin from the outside in. And that means skincare, you know, which everybody loves talking about. And there's so many things on the market for skincare. It can be quite overwhelming, even for me. And I do this for a living and it's still every once in a while, I'll have to walk in and be like, what are people selling? (laughs) And um, basically I'm just going to simplify the core things. And we could always do a deeper dive in another episode on into more of skincare. But the, the most important thing is to protect what I call the high real estate areas, especially when you live in sunny Arizona with sunscreen. So what do you look for in a sunscreen? Number one, something that you like that has SPF 30 or higher and zinc oxide. And then if you have issues with melasma or pigmentation, like I do, because I'm part Spanish, I tend to get like brown spots and stuff. You want to look for um, uh, a tinted sunscreen Mm -hmm. with, because that has iron oxide in it and it's blocking the light from the computer. It's blocking the light coming in through the windows. It's blocking the fluorescent lights from above. So SPF 30 higher zinc oxide, chemical free. And then I like the tinted because that's all I have on is just tinted sunscreen. I don't have any makeup on. I just mm-hmm. put tinted sunscreen on and then maybe some eyeshadow or something. So to make sure I understand um, blue light that comes from our devices, like our phone or our computer, it can actually age our skin. It can uh, through DNA mutations. And then it can also pigment by stimulating the melanocytes. Oh. 
Oh my God. Um, Yeah. So if you don't need a flashlight outside, you're getting some sort of light energy, which can, Mm -hmm. you know, affect the skin. Now I do like sunlight. So this is, this is the contraindication here is the way we set our circadian rhythm is through light. So as soon as you wake up in the morning, you want to get outside in sunlight, expose some of the large areas of your body, especially if you live up North and you're not getting, you know, enough sunlight, you want to get out first thing in the morning and it sets your circadian rhythm for the day, which is all your metabolic processes. Mm -hmm. Everything in the body is set by our circadian rhythm. So get outside first thing in the morning, even if it's the middle of winter, as long as you don't need a flashlight, you're getting some sort of lux, some sort of a light energy to set, set your body through your eyes without, you know, don't stare at the sun, but don't use sunglasses. Right. Yeah. And get the, like, I try to get my back or my chest or my stomach in the sun Mm -hmm. a little bit, 10 to 15 minutes from my skin tone. Mm -hmm very dark skin patients. My black patients need to get a lot more sun, but I still have everyone protect the high real estate, chest, neck, face, back of hand, because those areas will show the age. I do. I I believe in sunrise and sunset being outside. Um, The sunrise is definitely proven as far as starting your circadian rhythm. And the light in the sunrise is different from the light in the sunset. They're different light rates. Yes, they're different light rates. You don't want to stare. You just do like a downward gaze and your your body is receiving that life force. The sun is life force. Look what it does for plants. It does it for us. So I used to be anti-sun and I did have seasonal affective disorder too when I was at Cornell in upstate New York and no energy, just depressed. So there's, we didn't really know what was going on back then, but now we do when we know that we're energized by the sun. So instead of getting up, going on your screens and then getting outside in the middle of the day and turning mm-hmm. your screen on all night, mm-hmm. you go in the, sun in the morning, you can do some screen work during the day and then see the sunset at night. And that really will just bring your body back into that homeostasis with the skin. I like vitamin C products in the morning, antioxidants in the morning, because it helps protect your skin from, you know, just say you, you wash your face, you put on your vitamin C product, you put on your sunscreen and your makeup any UV radiation, any environmental toxin, any sort of insult coming through now is protected by those antioxidants, the vitamin C products and things like that from actually causing little mutations in the cells and breaking down. And our skin is naturally doing that process anyway, as much as we can, so we're supporting it. And then at night when it's renewing and regenerating, that's when you wanna add a vitamin A that helps cell turnover and hydration. You wanna sort of like hydrate the skin. Women with their cold cream back in the 1960s, right? (laughs) So vitamin C during the day and vitamin A at night. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Those were really the basics. So sunscreen, vitamin C morning, vitamin A at night. And then there's a lot of other nuances, but that's where I would have everyone start. You're wanting to rejuvenate or anti-age, whatever. I haven't found a better term yet. Then that's where you really want to start, but everyone needs to be using sunscreen and even a moisturizer, just an oil-free moisturizer. If you're acne prone. Yeah. I love sunscreen. I have, um, I've been using sunscreen on my face every day since I was around age 15 or 16 oh, years old and I until I was 29. I know a, a lot of people didn't. I remember my friends thinking I was kind of cuckoo. They were like, why are you putting copper tone on? It's winter. And back then I didn't, you didn't have access to facial moisturizers with sunscreen. 
other nourishing things is um, there are supplements and they're meant to supplement. So mm. you can't out supplement or ex out exercise a bad diet. So just remember that, but give yourself latitude because some people can get so hyper-focused or or beat themselves up mentally for not following all these recommendations. These are all recommendations in an ideal world. We all do the best we can. And, you know, you don't want to be that person, like just walking like this and not saying hello to anyone because That's you're right. so worried about, you know, being the right weight. At right? least so, you have your sunscreen on, right? <laughs> I, I do hats. So I think of sunscreen as more of a backup and okay. then hats and sleeves, you know, that's, that's just how I look at it. But let's talk like supplements. There's some that supplements. That doesn't sound very sexy though. Hats and long sleeves. I mean. <laughs> no, but this is what I tell. I, so I tell my young patients, I go, it's better not to look sexy for an hour during your hike and then to look sexy the other 23 hours then to yeah. look really sexy for one hour and like a, a an old rotisserie chicken the rest of the time <laughs> right I love that it's a, it's a nice exchange of time okay I'm gonna remember that because I go out and garden with my husband and um you know sometimes I'll wear my old baseball cap or I'll wear my big cowboy hat and I'm like I don't think I look very good, but if I put my hair in braids and then I put my cap on mm. or, or, you know, I do something cute to make the hat and the hair or whatever work, I feel good about myself and then yeah. definitely exactly. keep that, you know, interest out there with going and receiving totally. heroes. So I would love to see a picture of you. We should post a picture of you with the oh. podcast. <laughs> I'll show you one mountain biking. It's hilarious. Under my helmet, I have a hat and I don't get any looks on the trails. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard of caps to keep the shade on your bike. Oh no. It's a wide, big hat, Adrian. Oh this is not sexy at all. You've got to give us a picture now. I will. I will. I promise to share one. Okay. The last thing on nourishment I want to talk about is intermittent fasting. There's probably a lot you've seen in the news and, you know, on social about it. Um, Basically, you have to be careful with this. So imagine you're eating all the time and the only time you're giving yourself a break to eat is sort of like cooking in the kitchen and never giving the kitchen a break to clean up. Mm -hmm. So every time we exercise, we move, we breathe, we eat, our body has these waste products. And when we're young, we don't have a buildup of waste products. We could turn them over quickly, which is why you don't get hangovers. You can get two hours of sleep and look great. Mm -hmm. You don't have to wash your face and you look good. Things are turning over and clearing out quickly. As we get older, all these waste products kind of build up and they become what we call like zombie cells, which are basically oh. particles and cells that take space, but don't perform function. So they're wasteful. And the way we do that is by giving our bodies a break from eating. Okay. okay. Does and that clear the zombies out when we take a break from eating? Yes. It's a process okay. called autophagy, which means self-eating. So we, we go in and we clean up the kitchen. Our body has this natural capacity to do that, but we have to take a break. So uh, Dr. David Sinclair, he's a, he's a longevity researcher. I believe he's out of Harvard, MIT. I think he's out of Harvard. He's done a lot of research on autophagy, specifically even uh, supplements like NAD precursors and resveratrol, which is in red wine, which is, you know, why yeah. people think red wine is, you know, healthy, but really you need barrels of it to, to get enough resveratrol for your body. Don't but say that too loud. Someone <laughs> might misunderstand, but, but yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm understanding. Yeah. So basically, um, it takes about 24 to 48 hours of not eating in order to hit this sweet spot with autophagy. 
I don't find that very tolerable. I've, I've done that a few times, maybe finish my last meal at 3 p.m. and then wait till the next day at 3 p.m. because then you don't have to go to bed hungry both nights, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. um, and that works okay, but my my chi, my life force comes from exercise. So if I don't eat, I, I don't usually have the energy to exercise. So I don't do that very often. So what we find to be very beneficial, there's many studies supporting this, is time-restricted eating. And that means eating your food within a short window of like eight hours. Mm -hmm. So maybe mm -hmm. starting at 10 a.m. and finishing at, you know, 6 p.m., right? Okay. Your stomach is done eating at 6. I find that easy. I could wake up, get some exercise, get a little work done, have a meal 10, 30, 11, and then be done by 6. Mm -hmm. And all the other 18 hours, my body, or 16 hours, my body... 16 or 18, my body is cleaning up the garbage and that you'll be amazed. Your skin will start looking shinier and smoother. Yeah. If you do that. the one thing is if you're a cycling woman, which most of us are, if you do this too much, it will increase your cortisol and your stress levels. And it will defeat the whole purpose because your hormones will be out of whack. Yeah. So you don't want to do it all the time. Like a man, we are not men. That's why we, they don't do research studies on women as much because we're complicated, you know? Mm -hmm. So what we're finding with women is you can do it your second and third week of your cycle. So your first week, your bleed week, don't do mm -hmm. it. You're going to have, you know, and then the week before eat whatever you want, because mm -hmm. your body wants to do that. You're, you're building an organ. You're basically mm -hmm. building an entire organ that mm -hmm. then you're going to bleed out. So the week before your period, like it's okay to eat what you want when you want. And it actually resets your metabolism. So it's a little bit higher. And then weeks two and three do the intermittent fasting, things like that to help your body kind of clear and up. So you could say, you know, because I'm not a breakfast person. So, um, I usually have coffee, but with no sugar in it, um, and it's decaf. Um, and then I don't really eat until about noon. And then I think sometimes I have dinner around seven and then would that be a form of intermittent fasting? And if I'm so, and then do you need to do the 24 hour, like a couple of times a month or just the intermittent? Yeah, there's a. There's a couple of thoughts on this and beliefs on this. And some people will, will promote um, a fast once a quarter, you know, or a 24 hours once a month sort of thing. But we find that the time restricted eating where, which is what you're doing, whether, you know, you don't eat in the morning or you don't eat at night. And I, I kind of split the difference that works for me. Mm -hmm. That having those 18 hours or those 16 hours of not eating is enough to stimulate autophagy to help kind of clean it up. Yeah. I mean, we're always trying to find the right balance between doing enough and not, you know, like making our lives miserable. Cause then what's the point of living longer, right? If you like right. hate your life. So right. we have talked about so yeah. many amazing topics. I feel like every topic that you shared with us today could be its own podcast. So I'm definitely gonna have to have you back on the show and for anyone listening or in the comments below, we're going to post this on YouTube. Definitely share with me any questions you might have for Dr. Haley, and we will definitely, definitely have you back and, and discuss some more things. Um, what else would you like to leave us with just as we kind of wrap this up? What else would you like to share? Is there anything more? I'm going <laughs> to, yes, I'm going to just give you the last header, which is movement. Okay. So moving your body every day because it's something that you love, not because you have to do it. And that increases blood flow, which increases oxygen and nourishment to the skin and gives you rosy glow, vibrant look. 
And then weight bearing exercises. Women don't do enough. We're afraid of getting thicker. I, I primarily do weight bearing exercises. Muscle is our metabolic currency. Muscle burns calories at rest. It sets up your hormones to be balanced, which is what we all want. And it gives you your shape. So whether it's the shape of your face, the shape of your body is from muscles. And as we get older, our face, our skin looks like it sags because we lose bone and we lose muscle. Mm -hmm. And the more you do weight bearing exercises, the more suppleness and uh, scaffolding and shapeliness you're going to have to your face. So um, I'll leave you with that. Those who can't see this on YouTube, you're so toned and gorgeous. How many times a week do you go and lift? Um, I made an agreement with myself because I used to use exercise in college as a, a form of maintaining my weight, which I thought was unhealthy. So mm -hmm. in my early 20s, I, I made an agreement that I was only going to exercise if it was fun. So I would say I kind of cycle it through because I go to Park City in the summer and I don't do much weights. I do more mountain biking and hiking and fall, spring and uh, winter, I probably lift weights like four days a week, maybe five. I've done it since I was 15. I, I just like it. I like feeling strong. Yeah. I like feeling like a little, I don't, it's not a soreness, but it's mm -hmm. a recovery feeling that you get, a, I get addicted to, yeah. so, but I just do it. If it feels right. Like yesterday I didn't go, I'm like, ah, I mountain biked. I feel like my arms are a little sore. I'm not going to yeah. do it. So it just goes back to that eating, checking in and saying, okay, what does my body need? I think I want triceps or, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if you're not sure, get a trainer, ask people, people love to show you what they're doing. Say, what does that work? You know, I've been yeah. doing this for like over 40 years and I still ask people what they're doing and like learn from them and stuff. So it's oh. a very great place. Yeah, That sounds fun. I love that it's almost like seasonally you're listening to your body and finding out what your body needs for exercise. Um, you, you talk about how like men take three months, right? Well, yeah. so did skincare. The skin takes three months to turn over. So this, and the seasons are three months. Everything wow. is cyclic in this world. So reassess your skincare, reassess your diet, reassess your, reassess your exercise routine, reassess your man every three months. <laughs> right. I love that. Oh my gosh, Jen, thank you so much for being on my podcast today. Um, again, I think, you know, you have a great message to share anyone. Um, well, I'm on Instagram uh, at Dr. Jen Haley, D-R-J-E-N-H-A-L-E-Y. I mean, I have the podcast. Adrian was on my podcast. I did it during COVID for fun to share good information. So you could listen to that. That's called Radiance Revealed. I may continue that. I may not. It's just a passion. No ulterior motives, not selling anything. All and, right. And then I have a website. I don't, I'm, I'm really bad at keeping up with technology. It's just drjenhaley.com. Oh, Dr. Jen Haley, thank you so much for joining us today. Now, if any of you want to follow Jen on Instagram, she is at Dr. Jen Haley. And she's also part of Dermatologist on Call. And she does uh, telemedicine. And if you'd like to book an appointment with her or just learn a little bit more about skincare and wellness, you can book an appointment with Dr. Jen Haley or any other doctor that Dermatologist On Call offers. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope to have you back again. And thank you for all the tips you shared. Thanks, Adrienne. I hope it was useful. <laughs> Thanks. Bye-bye.